Hello, 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 and welcome to Candversations. I am your host, Kendra Thomas-Bell, and I am a licensed therapist in Atlanta, Georgia. I am also a certified rehab counselor and, re- and a certified professional coach. Um, today, in this episode of Candversations, we're going to be talking to somebody very important to me. Um, who has been a a protector, um, a friend, and most of all, my sibling. Uh, today I have with me my wonderful brother, Michael Thomas, and we're going to talk today about um, just coming through tragedy and how roles are reversed um, and how we pivoted through tragedy in our lives. So without further ado, Michael Thomas, tell our listeners, hello. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening, everybody? <laughs> I am so grateful to have you here and just to have a conversation about um, the shift. Um, for those of you all who don't know, um, my brother and I, we lost our mother um when he was four and I was um, 18 um, to a tragedy. Um, and during that time, I ended up having to um, get custody of my brother and raising him uh, along with my own children. So um, Michael, <laughs> what would you like to share with the audience before I get to all of my questions and how that has shaped you as a man, um, the shift, or anything that that's a burning desire for you to speak on. Um, what I like to tell people, I try really not to think about myself, but cherish your moments. Yeah. Because you only get one. Right. And with that, no matter how mad, upset, all through the fields you get, it's just your one, and you can only get your one. So. Embrace it. Embrace the mad, the madness. Embrace the happiness. Embrace it ten times, a thousand times, the happiness. Um, but just okay. know, it's always, it's always a blessing to have your mom here. Yeah. So, um, piggybacking off of uh, some episodes we had earlier on mothering through trauma, mm-hmm. I know I'm your sister, mm-hmm. but I think in the beginning it was a struggle for me to know what role I was supposed to play with you. And uh, was I to please the mama, the mama sister, and all of those things. And I think about when I got to college, that's when I figured out I'm just going to be the sister. How was that for you trying to find your place um, when it comes to roles? and being mothered or you know being sistered um how did you see that um and the other question is along with that is how does that affect with you being brother uncle to my children since we grew up all in the same house so um at first it was confusing because while you was gone I spent time with my grandmother. 
Well, I was mm-hmm. her mother until she yeah. passed. Right. Miss Murders. Um mm-hmm. and the thing how she raised us was because we had cousins and basically those were like brothers and sisters as well too. Right. And right, right, right. That was drilled and taught. So seeing them calling my aunt, mama, you know, that was an everyday thing. So at first, me not realizing, I'm thinking, you were my mama. But right, right. Knowing in the back of my head, which was drill early, that your mama is gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I took a, it took some time to really just get, just get over that. Right. Do you feel like you got over it or you just got through it? A little of both. Okay. It's time. It's time to think about it. Where, you know, like, man, I wish my mom was here. Man, I wish my yeah. mom could do that. Yeah. Which is normal for people who lost their moms. Right. And sometimes just life itself gets to the point where it's life and where you really don't have no time to even think about it. Right. You got to keep on moving, keep on pushing. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think even for me, the confusion was confusion for me too because it was, I know in my heart that you wanted to call me mom, but then there was family members that said, no, you're not his mama. And so trying to find a balance of what that looks like to give you the support you needed was difficult for me and um i just like to you know just tell you now that you know how you managed all of what you experienced with losing my mom our mom um has been a beautiful thing to watch i mean it's it's been hard for both of us but i think your story is a little bit different from mine because you were so young so um those things. So me trying to get through trauma um, of losing our mom and trying to make sure you were safe. Do you feel um, or how do you feel about your upbringing? You did a well, can't, can't say that word. You did an awesome job. Um, but <laughs> okay. You did, you, did you, you did what you can do. You did the best you could do, and uh, a lot of it was on me. Um, yeah, I had to find my way, figure out what yeah. what, what, what with me. Yeah, I mean, I made some choices and did some things that that I regret, but mm-hmm. that ain't on you. You shouldn't made it. You, I don't know if you ever have, but that shouldn't never felt like that was your fault. Because I still had to find myself, too, because at the point where I got in my head growing up, I got my sister, Mm -hmm. my niece, my nephew. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're making ends meet, but I need to figure out some ways, figure something out. Yeah, yeah. Do what I got to do. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it worked out, sometimes it didn't. But 
Yeah. We still, we still make. Yeah. I like to think about, let me ask you this. Um, around, and this is me and my own trauma, and I can share about this. When you were in junior high school, and I felt like you was getting the wrong crowd, and I immediately snatched you out of school <laughs> to go to another school because I had this big fear of losing another brother. And I just wouldn't do it. How did you feel with the way I handled that? Like I said, you did what you had to do. I was to the point where I was, I knew, I knew what type of person I, I, I knew what type of person I was. Mm -hmm. I, I always giving. I'm always 100. I mm -hmm. won't do for one person what I won't do for the next. Right. You know, some people just don't like that. And yeah. You, know, it was just, you did what you had to do, but then again, I still end up meeting some of the same <laughs> kind of people. And some of them still my life, like my lifetime partners. Right. It's one I still, I still talk to to this day. Then another one, hey, he being on the music scene now, that's still Still by people. Right. So, at the end of the day, even moving and make, you 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 made the decisions you needed to make for you, even when I thought I was making the decisions that was best for you, which, you know, I think it was pretty good. I think getting out of that area to somewhere else, it was different, but it was the same. So, I think you, you, you got a chance to experience it. <coughs> A multitude of people. Yeah, I think it's, I think it it shows. If you stay who you are, you really be who you are. Mhm. Mm I mean, you yeah. you. It's just like it's just like adapting. You can adapt anywhere. Mhm. Mm and I felt like I, I adapted anywhere. I made I made thug friends. I made lame friends. I made you know what I mean. Hood rat girls and make good girls. I mean, <laughs> I'm mad. I'm engaged to be married now, but I can still say this. I've always been the same. It was never yeah. no, yeah. no really no change. Right. Only time it was changed when, you know, other people expected me to be something that I ain't or follow this type of way when I'm just being myself and. Right. That that brought on that brought on a lot of chaos and a lot of you know different find the right word to say. I feel like it brought on a lot of different tensions between different people with me because I didn't okay. have tensions with the people. So, oh, that's that makes for a good question. So, when you think about that and becoming you and staying true to you. What did that process look like for you? Because you got people pulling you this way, pulling you that way. What did that process, when did you say, you know what, this is who I am. This is how I'm going to show up. And, you know, I don't care what other people think. This is who I am. How was that? Because people have shifted with you in that now. But going through it, when the sandpaper was rubbing together and it was real rough, what was that like for you and your mental health? 
Mm, I put myself on the back, bro. Okay. I let people say, let people feel what they, however they feel. Mm-hmm. And whatever they said, I learned to hold it in. Okay. Never, never really to talk about it. Never, never bring you back up. Like how they say, don't snitch. But it ain't really nothing to tell on. It's just be listen to how how they think I should be or uh, just their perspective, which everybody have their own perspective. Right. So I, I always knew to just stay true to who my stay true to myself. Well, I don't wake up in the morning, and I can't look at myself in the mirror. And when I wash my face and brush my teeth and me not knowing who I am or me not feeling like I was guilty or wrong. Right. Like I've so, had, go ahead. Go ahead. And I think just me staying just me staying true to myself and eventually people was just gonna have to accept me for who I was. And right. still some who don't, but I don't like they think it's me acting out some certain kind of way, but mm-hmm. I've been this same way since my mom really pushed me out. I mean, I've never been the one to listen the the listener, but even though I listen to you, um, I ride to the beat of my own drum. I like it. So okay. I was supposed to be born on this day, but I came my baby shower. I was ready to come out. Hmm. You did. Thank so, you. I ain't finna beat that nobody else drum on beat the mind. And no matter how long it takes so I get that beat right. I'm gonna right. keep beating it. So, I guess um, to, to other men or um, yeah, other men that lost their mom at an early age, um, how do you manage difficult days like Mother's Day and all of those things? What do you do and how do you cope with that? Oh, well, for me, it might be different. Okay. For other people, every holiday might just tear them up. Right. Because they're, it's not fair. It's not fair. That's true. Life ain't, life ain't fair. Right. So everybody cope different. For me, right. it's either Mother's Day or mm-hmm. March 26. Mm-hmm. That's the day our mom was murdered. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I got to pick between one of them two. But it's not me mentally just picking it. It's my heart picking it. Right. Because <clears throat> I know I got to celebrate one of these days. Mm-hmm. Growing up, it was kind of both. But mm-hmm. as I got older, and you pick and choose. Mm-hmm. But one of these days, we finna, we finna have a party. We finna ball. We ain't finna mm-hmm. just sit around and just cry and let her mm-hmm. life just be in vain to feel like, oh, right. just because this tragedy happened, that right. there's nothing else left to do but cry. Yeah. Not on my watch. Right. Not on my so, right. So, 
when it comes to uh, your mental and emotional health, what do you do to keep yourself in, in peace? I can honestly say I don't do as much as I supposed to do. Okay. Um, but we're but on a healing journey, so that's okay. As long as you got something. I just try to be a helpful hand. Okay. Uh, whatever somebody got going on, well, not as friendly as I used to be, but, you know, it's still love, but I got to love you from afar. Okay. But... And in my closest people, yeah. I'm going to help them out with any situation. Okay. Just to keep my mind off minds and try to help them in theirs. Okay. Because I really feel like I don't want to let too many people in on how I'm, how I'm feeling or because a lot of people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They haven't lived our lives. So right. they wouldn't mm-hmm. understand how to reciprocate the information that I'm telling them or even just putting even in imagination. Right. Because some people are the biggest mama's boys. Like my mom, my boys are the biggest mama's boys. So now I can't I can't fault them for that. But it's some things I I just don't talk about. I yeah. rather be the helping hand than even trying to figure out what to do to help myself. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, and this is just for future references on your healing journey. You, you got to make sure that you pour back into yourself. You can pour out on everybody else, but you got to find something that's, that's just for you to replenish um, outside of Alabama football. Um <laughs> That helps you just decompress. It's okay to feel whatever it is you're feeling um, at any given moment, but just kind of figuring out what's your outlet. Um, I think me and you have a great relationship where we kind of can talk about those things and shift. And sometimes talking to you just calls things to stop in my world and helps me to be better. Um, I like to think that same with you when we just have our little chats and it helps to get things back on track. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. But you can't give from an empty cup and you got to make sure you're putting something into you as well. Um, I, I think this is good to just to say that, hey, we lost our mom um, many, many, many years ago. Lost a dad, lost a brother, but we we made it. We're not perfect by any means. We're continually learning the healing journey, and um, I'd like to you know publicly say thank you for being uh, an awesome brother to raise, kind of sorta, but you kind of raised me in the same respect, um, just by your loving, kind heart. And I also like to say that, you know, what you've done in the roles and the lives of my, my children, um, I do appreciate you for that. And I know it's coming up Father's Day in a few weeks. So happy early Father's Day. And um, 
I would love to talk to more men about where they at. Do they have outlets to talk and make sure they have a good support system? You have any final thoughts for our listeners? Because um, I like this episode because it's kind of like brotherly, sisterly love. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Take care of yourself. Okay. Peace of mind always beats the dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Smile. Mm-hmm. Smile. Show the back of your teeth when you smile. Mm-hmm. And, and and for all those listening, my brother's going to have his podcast coming out soon. I'm just going to throw him out there so he can get ready and get ready to, to do this work and to have these conversations with people that are important. Um, he is our first male guest, ladies. He is unavailable. He is engaged to be married. I'm excited. I get a sister. And um, we look forward to speaking with you all on the next episode. Thank you, Mike. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And for closing, for anybody who uh, needs some mental health um, therapy, I am a licensed therapist in Atlanta, Georgia. If you are looking for a therapist, you can always try Therapy for Black Girls. You can try uh, Counseling Brothers of Atlanta. There are some great men if you're looking for a male therapist. Um, if you have any suicidal thoughts, please call nine and dial 988 for mental health services. Um, if you're looking for any coaching, I also do coaching. And we look forward to talking to you on the next episode. And see you later.